0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success, the podcast designed to inspire you and give you actionable information to enhance, up-level, reimagine, and reinvent your life and your livelihood. No matter where you started, where you are now, or where you've been, you too can lead an authentic, first-class life each week new stories of turning points and transformation will help you define what success means to you so you can live your best life on your terms now here's your host first class life mentor and certified profiting from your passions coach kate Bessler. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success. I'm your host, Kate Fessler. This week, my guest is founder of Unleashed Mobile Apps and number one best-selling author, Nancy Lucchese. Nancy's work centers around helping other small business owners bring their visions to life. After several decades of business experience, primarily in sales, Nancy finds joy and satisfaction in helping other business owners succeed. She considers small businesses the heart and soul of this country and believes they play a key role in strengthening local communities. Nancy's favorite part of her work comes when her clients succeed in growing their businesses through mobile technology. Nancy is an avid Green Bay Packers fan and loves to travel, especially when it leads her to a beach. Welcome,
1: Nancy. Thanks, Kate. Thanks for having me today.
0: We'll have to agree to disagree on the Packers. I am, of course, a Seahawks fan, but I do love to travel and love the beach, so we're in agreement there.
1: Excellent, excellent. All
0: right, I'll I'll give you some competition is good. (laughs) (laughs) So let's go back to the beginning of your career. You haven't always been a mobile app developer. In fact, when you started your career, were mobile apps even a thing?
1: No, actually they weren't. So if you were to ask me growing up what I wanted to be, a mobile app developer would not have come out of my mouth.
0: Hmm. So like many of us, you started out with a corporate job. Tell me about that.
1: You know, it was uh yeah, an interesting journey. I originally went to school to become a X-ray tech, a radiographer, and Through learning how to do x-rays and kind of getting jazzed a little bit into the cardiac area or the the vascular area, I then found myself working for General Electric Medical Systems where I traveled all over the country and I taught people how to use the x-ray machines, the CTs, the MRIs that they had just bought. It, It was a lot of fun.
0: So what made you decide that it was time for something different?
1: Well, after traveling for four years, 360 days a week, or a year, I should say, it was getting to be a bit much. Uh, Never home, wasn't able to settle down and make relationships or to be even able to clean my closet. You know, I, I was gone all the time except for the two weeks vacation and working on Sundays. It was getting to be a bit much. And so I decided to take an opportunity to move out to um, Arizona, actually, because I was living in North Carolina at the time, and I moved out to Arizona, and I became an insurance agent for quite a few years. Mm. And so I did that. But you
0: not only switched careers, you went into an entirely different industry.
1: I did. I did. And that was based on my family. My entire family had been in the insurance industries, and after... Growing up with it and hearing about it for years and being told by my father over and over again that I'd make a great salesperson, I finally jumped on board. Because, unfortunately, at GE, because I was on the technical side, they didn't think that I had the ability to be a good salesperson. So I guess ultimately it comes down to I listen to my father.
0: I'm sure he was very pleased that you finally did that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was. He he was very, very pleased. And and I did that for quite a long time, almost uh almost 20 years. I had moved um back up to Wisconsin where I am now, and I had decided after about 20 years, some things had happened and it just it wasn't the right fit anymore. So I needed to make another change. So when you
0: Did you join the family business, or did you create an insurance agency of your own?
1: Um, I actually was not in the agency with my family. We were all just in the same uh, field, and I ended up being an independent agent um, outside of what they did, and I did that for, for a little while and then decided that I just wanted to step away from the insurance industry completely.
0: Mm. So how was that experience when you, because essentially if you're an independent insurance agent, you're an entrepreneur and you had been an employee, was that a difficult transition for you? You know, at first when I
1: was part of it, it makes you still feel like you are part of a corporate world, the way that they run the businesses. And it's kind of a yin yang where you think you're an independent uh, entrepreneur, but yet you're really structured under the rules and regulations of what you can and cannot do what you can market on you're constantly having to ask for permission you're constantly having to run things by the regulators because that that industry is very very tightly regulated uh there's only certain things that you can do so although you feel like you're an entrepreneur you're told you're an entrepreneur you're told you're an independent business person but at the end of the day you're still reporting to corporate heads so it actually kind of had the same feel as, as GE, and, and that just wasn't really authentic for me. Mm. That, that was something that really clashed inside of me, and, and that was a, a good part of why I had to make the change.
0: Yeah, so you decided to make another change, and did you know what you were going to do next, or did you just think, I just can't be doing this
1: anymore? No, it was, I can't be doing this anymore. And so I actually did a couple of things in just a few years. Uh, made a couple of different changes and through that I, I really grew and making a change in a career is is not a bad thing. you know growing up you in, in my era it was always about you get that job, you keep it for 30 years, etc. Mm. But I have found some significant growth in every single job that I've done and every avenue that I've gone. So I went from that and I started working. Uh, for a manufacturing firm where I worked their uh, safety program and I thought I'd give that a try and I I did quite well and then I had this opportunity to work with a friend of mine who owned a tanning salon. It was a joint venture in the beginning and she asked me to come on over and, and manage that for her and that's when I got the taste again of being an entrepreneur. She allowed me to run that the way that I wanted to and I was able to get that feeling. And, and after a few years of being in the tanning industry, almost three years, I went, okay, well, that that's not exactly what I, I want, but I'm getting closer. So then I hooked up with some uh, gentlemen who did uh, credit card processing, and um, I found that that was a lot like the insurance industry, but it didn't have the quite corporate uh, twist to it. But then in there, one of the gentlemen had said, he did mobile apps and that's when everything changed for me. I got so excited. I finally found the one thing that was going to give me the balance of everything that I wanted. And so one thing led to another and I ended up taking over the division and I ended up making the company my own.
0: So are you a techie person? Like, do you know how to write code? Like why, why did mobile apps speak to you that way?
1: Yeah, I, I am a techie person. In fact, for a while there, I was even helping uh, teach women how to use the Microsoft Office plan so that they could better their education. And I'm, I'm very techie. I get technology. I love it. But the way that I run the business, I don't actually write the code. Uh, I'm not that geeky. I, I like how the moving parts work. I like how technology can help explode a business. It can help people uh, enhance their lives there's a lot of different things to it but when it comes to the platform that I personally use I don't have to write the code I actually have people that take care of that part for me. Well tell me
0: about the apps what types of mobile apps do you quote unleash and for whom?
1: You know I do the small to medium businesses and one of uh, my most successful app is a little bar that we have here in Wisconsin in a little town called West Dallas, and it's just a typical corner bar. There's nothing special about it, but yet he has over 1,600 downloads, and he uses it for his dark tournaments. There's 1,600 people who he's constantly in front of, and constantly engaging, so he, he's keeping them informed. He's keeping them engaged. And trust me, in this little town, there there has to be at least a hundred bars, and I'm not exaggerating. And he really stands out with that, and is competing with the big boys, with the big budget people. Uh, that that was one of my that's one of my favorite apps, as well as my uh, doggy grooming place. That's another one that is really truly unleashed, if you will, and. <laughs> They love it for their scheduling and being able to communicate with their customers and use the loyalty program within it. So if you've seen the, the apps, and I'm sure most people have this one on their phone that's by Starbucks. And with Starbucks, what can you do? You can um, use your loyalty program, you can purchase your product, you can find the location, you can communicate with the store. And and that app, and I'm just kind of guessing here, but it has to be close to half a million to a million dollars to develop this app, where we can do all those same things. We can give you a loyalty program. We can let customers buy your product. They can learn about where you're at. They can contact you. And we're just a fraction of the cost. So these small businesses are able to increase their bottom line. Uh, One of my apps has increased over 30% on its revenue just through having the mobile app. And it's a wonderful thing. I've got another one that does antique down in um, outside of Kenosha in Wisconsin. And they really stand out because they're constantly changing what's in the app. So people can see what new items have come into their store. So there's a lot of different ways people are using it and they're, they're just loving it.
0: Is it primarily brick and mortar businesses that use this?
1: No, ironically it it's not just brick and mortar. I have a coaching service right now that's using it to send out um, not just only daily push notices or motivational kind of kind of like an affirmation of the day. Uh, I also have a, um, a client that's working out of his home that does uh, asset management. He's a, a financial advisor. He's keeping people informed with what's going on uh, in the marketplace. And so I've got a, another one that's using this new item that we have, it's called a chat bot, which is like in the moment coaching right in your hand. Hmm. It's literally a chat that you're having, uh, with the, with the person and you, the actual owner of the app doesn't have to physically be there. She's got it all set out where when you answer a question this way, then it's answered that way and it can, goes back and forth. Uh, so she, she loves it because when the people need their coaching, it's right there in the palm of her hand, as well as another one that's using our chat bot to help product selection for techs out in the field and they do batteries. And so they're having their techs check all this right away in the field. It's just phenomenal on the varying usages that this entire app can have. Hmm.
0: That sounds amazing. And you say it's it's reasonably priced?
1: Yes, yes, yes. In fact, I'm very transparent because I, I put my uh, pricing on my website. Um, most apps will start anywhere from 2,500 up to about 5,000 to do the development through us, where if I think a lot of business owners get scared about doing a mobile app or the, the fear stops them because they automatically think it's a $50,000 item. And it doesn't have to be. It's not that expensive considering. It's really, truly a good investment, and you can get a great ROI from it.
0: It sounds like it. Yeah, you've given some great examples of that. Your clients call you the App Mama. How did that get started?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that that actually started online. Uh, I was having a chat with somebody, and she tagged me the App Mama, And then a little later on, there was a uh, person I do some work with that does some some writing with me, and I've known her for a long time. She's only in her 20s, and she said, you are the app mama. Think about it. You are in your late 50s, and people gravitate to you because you're not just some 20-year-old techie kid where people who are my age group don't necessarily want to talk to the techie kid because they talk foreign languages to them. Put it out in plain English you are definitely the app mama so I kind of have the name and I enjoy it I I like being called the app mama
0: I love it well that probably does give you an advantage with um, customers that are not millennials who may not really understand the technology themselves but they know they have to have it and they know that they want somebody who understands that they don't understand (laughs) to help
1: them get it right Right, right. They feel comfortable asking me their questions because they know that I can translate it into their language because I, I've lived their life. I've, I have been where most of these small business people are. And even though the insurance industry was very corporate run, you still had to take care of all the nitty gritty things yourself, your employees and product sales and marketing and, and all of those things. So I know where these small businesses have been. I know what they're going through.
0: You are also a number one best selling author. Tell me about the book.
1: I am. It is The Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. We bring a fresh perspective on doing your business, running it through uh, people, profitability, production, and really bringing peace into the business. I teamed up with eight other authors to bring this book together, and it is a must for every small business owner. It takes care of everything from a headshot to a mobile app to putting a podcast together or even just finding peace in your business because I think a lot of it comes down to us needing balance, and we brought that up to number one in many different categories. We have a, a mobile app. Of course we do. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> yes, so we have our brilliant BizBook mobile app that you can also go to and listen to our podcast. Every week, we put somebody out there uh, with one of the wisdoms. We inter- interview one of the authors. And so the 10 of us rotate back and forth on that. It was, it's a fantastic experience. And I learned a lot, a lot in working with these people. I, I consider them my colleagues and my close friends.
0: Mm, speaking of books. I have to ask you, what is one book or resource besides your own that changed your life that you would recommend to people?
1: I highly recommend every single person get the book Three Feet from Gold. Sharon Lecter and Greg Reed. It is a fantastic book. It completely changed my life. And especially on days when you don't quite feel like things are going your way and you want to give up. I will think of that book, and I will remember what that book has taught me, that I am no closer than three feet from gold. It's a fantastic book, and it helps you realize how your thoughts control what is going on in your world. So instead of thinking of it as an expense, you take a look at it, think of it as an investment. Instead of seeking advice from family and friends who don't always have your best interest at heart, you you think they do. But a lot of times they're living from their own agenda. You should seek counsel from professionals. You should talk to a professional web designer. You should talk to a professional attorney, especially if you're looking to do contracts and set up your business properly. You should be talking to a CPA, an insurance agent. And, of course, you should be seeking your highly professional mobile app developer instead of asking your 12-year-old kid to put the app together for you. (laughs)
0: Yeah, those 12 year old kids. Hmm.
1: Oh, scary how those kids know (laughs) their technology. I think one time I had a 10 year old show me how to replace a, um, increase my memory on my laptop when I went to YouTube. And the thing is, I followed everything he said because he knew what he was talking about. Well, they do say if you're having
0: technology problems, always ask the kid in the house.
1: (laughs) Yep, exactly. In fact, my father does that to me all the time. I'm the one that he goes to because I'm his techie.
0: And uh, Nancy, tell me, how do you personally define success for yourself?
1: You know, success is not just about how many dollars you have in the bank, although that is one measurement, but it's about the different daily small accomplishments that, that add up. And it's the handling your tasks and making that communication, seeing somebody else's business flourish really helps me keep mine going as, as well and working together as a group. I'm part of the team. I'm not just a contractor that they hired to do some, some work for them. And for me, that brings me success when I can look at what I've accomplished in the day. It's not always about the dollars and cents when you want to look at success. It's, it's about everything else that you put together with it.
0: If people want to find out more about you and your Unleashed mobile apps, how can
1: they do that? Uh, They can do two things. They can go to my website, which is UnleashedMobileApps.com. And from there, you can download our brilliant BizBook app and find all the connections and information to uh, get a hold of me or right on my website, You can schedule an appointment to talk to me and see if an app is good for your business or if you just have some business questions. I'm always open to do marketing strategies with people. Tell me more about your podcast. Oh, we have a great podcast that we do. It is all about different business tips and tricks and things that are happening within the small business. Uh, We have one person who talks about headshots and how important those are and how it's changed people's business. Or another one, this is one of my favorite, he talks about uh, finding your zebra, and your zebra is his ideal client, your avatar. Because as you know, when you're talking to your avatar, and you've got that ideal person in your head, then your marketing makes sense. When you say you can go out and talk to everybody, then you're really talking to nobody. You've heard that before. Mm -hmm. So our podcast is run by Jake, and he's our podcast guy, and Anytime people need something in the business, that's a good spot to go to for just some generic information or some good motivation.
0: And is it available on iTunes or just through your app?
1: No, it's also available on iTunes. Uh, See, that's just one nice thing. It's out on iTunes, and just like um, we haven't done our YouTube yet, but the YouTube will be on there as well. All of these things can centrally be located onto a mobile app. So it houses out on iTunes. You can certainly go there and find it. It's the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, uh, but you can also listen to it right from the app, and every week the new podcast will automatically refresh on that.
0: Perfect. What's next for Nancy Lucchese? You
1: know, we're looking to actually start to expand into the manufacturing world. We're finding that there are some nice niches in there that can use a mobile app internally. And it's kind of a new, new twist that we're just coming about since we introduced the chat bot. We're starting to venture into an area that I haven't really worked in manufacturing since I, I did maybe six, seven years ago uh, when I was at that, um, at that safety job. And we're finding kind of fun. It's a new expansion of our business, one we hadn't really thought of even two years ago. How big is your team? Um, I am basically the solepreneur, and I have other contractors, so I work with a specific developer. He and I actually kind of partner together, and then I have another person who takes care of the chatbot area, and then I have a, um, a contract with 19 different developers, so we can take on projects and get them done pretty quick uh, that actually do the... Putting together the um, the apps for us, and of course, I know how to do all of the stuff behind the scenes as well. So I just don't do it all every day.
0: I don't blame you. You know, they, Sandra Yancey says only do the things that only you can do in your correct.
1: business. Correct, correct. I do what I do best, and then I hire out the rest.
0: Perfect. Last but not least, do you have one of those cheesehead hats, and do you wear it on game days?
1: I have a Cheesehead hat. hat. I do not wear it It as reverently sitting on the mantle uh, during season, but I do have my jersey that I wear. I am very green and gold, and I am very proud to say that I am an owner of a Vince Lombardi, Max McGee, and Bart Starr calling the last play of the ice bowl. I have that framed in my office. Wow. So yeah, green and gold goes deep in our
0: house. Well, founder of Unleashed Mobile Apps, a.k.a. the App Mama, Nancy Lucchese, thanks so much for sharing your story with me today. Thanks, Kate. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. Back now with your host, Kate Fessler. Nancy's story has so many great lessons. She recognized when her job or career wasn't working for her, and she moved on to something completely different. She wasn't afraid to try new things, new industries, new types of work, even new places to live. She learned something from each adventure and finally found the right thing, and is super successful as well as personally fulfilled. They say the average person will have seven careers in their lifetime. The old days that Nancy alluded to of sticking with one job or company for essentially your entire life are over. You can debate whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it certainly helps us to grow as people and to learn about ourselves over time. There's so much opportunity that didn't even previously exist. Again, when Nancy started her career, the thing that ultimately was what really spoke to her didn't even exist. None of that would have been possible if she'd convinced herself that it wasn't okay to switch jobs or talked herself out of those feelings of discontent that led her to try new things. She gave herself permission to follow her dream, even if she didn't know what that dream was. She grew into her definition of what success means to her, and she's living in alignment with that every day. That's what I call an authentic first-class life. If you have something to add to the conversation, please leave a comment on my Facebook page, First Class Life Solutions. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen. Subscribe to the show to be notified of upcoming episodes, and please tell your friends. The network recently switched platforms, so if you previously subscribed and are no, no longer receiving notifications, please subscribe or follow again. What's your story? If you'd like to share it on this podcast to inspire others, please click on the link on the show page and fill out the survey. If it seems like a good fit, I'll be in touch. I hope you'll join me next week for another interview with an inspiring woman. Until then, Cheers to your authentic first-class life. I'm Kate Messler. Thanks for listening to Change, Redefining Success. This is the EWN Podcast Network. I'm Sandra Yancey, CEO and founder of E-Women Network. We invite you to listen to all of our EWN podcast hosts at EWNpodcastNetwork.com.